We have an exciting recap today. I'm here with Josh. We just sold a 112 unit apartment deal here on the west side of Atlanta. It was a big win for us. We're gonna recap kind of how we got into the deal, what went well, what we learned from it, and what our overall exit looked like here. So let's go back into time to 2016. We were uh, fledgling entrepreneurs and uh, just really getting our, our game started in the apartment world. This is our 33 apart, 33rd apartment building to buy. I don't know if fledgling is 33 <laughs> deals, but yeah, our 33rd deal. <laughs> so uh, we bought over $5 million, of roughly about 45000 a unit. And the plan was to renovate all the interiors and release, the, release to uh, at higher rates and be all into the property for 66000 a unit. Current rents going in were about $600, and our plan was to take them north of $900. There were one, two, and three-bedroom units, and that investment was going to be roughly about $2 million. And everything, I mean, on the CapEx side, things went pretty cleanly. Even today, our basis was right around $7.5 million, so we were right at our target just under $70,000 a door. We got rents up uh, when we exited the deal. They were over $1,000 a unit. That's you know, We were trying to get to $900, uh, which, again, was 2020 numbers, so... 2023, uh, revenues are even, even higher than that. So that performed well. I think about other things that went well. Um, just a ton of the CapEx that we had to do in the front end. You know, going through broken pipes that we were fixing or, you know, we installed a bunch of sump pumps for buildings that were leaking. And, and we really got the units turned around so that they uh, were very clean uh, and livable. And yeah, if you remember, there were, when, when we bought this property, there were cabinets, really the full row uh, on the bottom and the full row on top, and the kitchens. I mean, the, the average unit square footage was about 600 square feet. So when you had cabinets above and below, it, there was really no headspace for an average height person. And so we actually pulled out the, the upper cabinets and installed open racks, and it just created a ton of open space and a lot of light in the room as well. It made the kitchens look a lot bigger. So that was helpful. We think we did pretty well with the, with the kitchens here, and that, that was where we spent the bulk of the dollars, and tenants liked it. It was always occupied, and, and it, was, it was going strong. If we, if we look at our TPS reports, and we love talking about TPS, that's our operational report we run on a weekly basis just to track how a deal is performing. So this is a TPS report really from the past few months here as we're looking at the deal, and you can see we're, we're seeing a little bit of a drop in our retention. It's at 60% in the, in the 60s, really, uh, for this period. Although our revenue numbers look strong, our occupancy numbers look strong, you see our number of delinquent tenants creeping up a bit here. You know, we're at 33 delinquent tenants out of 112 uh, residents that were here. So another area that we had some challenges to is just general cost increases. Now, we look at our uh, cost to operate a unit per year, I mean, that includes everything. That's operating costs, that's CapEx, that's debt pay down and interest. It's everything that goes in there outside of mortgage principal. Uh, and you see our costs kind of just creeping up year over year. A lot of this was maintenance, but it was also just taxes going up, insurance costs were going up, and it was really hard to even get the coverage of insurance that we had when we first bought this deal. Right, and with those lower retention numbers, you know, our, our company target is 70%. We find that 70% gives us the right mix of managing expenses while still capturing revenue growth. When we're much below 70%, we really just see our expenses really take off because of turnover costs. And ultimately, we'll hit the, the top line as well because of downtime on those units. Yeah. We think about other challenges, and a lot of this stuff is noted in the TPS report where we had, you know, we definitely had issues with trash here. So this wasn't a gated property. And 
kind of sometimes you're like, well, why do you need gates? What does this, what does this mean on asset? Here we had six or seven entrances and we were constantly battling trash. It sounds like a minor thing, but I mean, some of this stuff, you know, trash gets dumped off every weekend. It's a little bit demoralized. You know, if you spend the whole week trying to keep something clean and then people from not only, not, not necessarily our residents, but from all over can come right in and just dump off trash. That's an issue that a lot of apartment owners and operators face. Uh, and here it started getting just out of control with the amount of trash that we had to clean up on a weekly basis uh, from the property. Yeah, so with those rising costs, we really saw, you know, our, over the last really two, three years, we really saw our return on equity start declining. And that's when we started taking a look, you know, what can we do to improve the property? Or is this really a trajectory that we can't shift without a major overhaul to the property? So about, you know, third quarter last year, we made a decision, let's get the property valued and list the property and determine what the, really the market value was of the property. And that's where we, you know, we ultimately came to the sale decision, right? And it takes a while. It took us over nine months from that, hey, we're ready to look at exiting to do we exit a deal? And I feel like that's even a pretty quick timeline. We sold to a local, local buyer that we know and we have a good relationship with. So it wasn't, um, wasn't a challenge on that front in, in working with the buyer, but still just getting the brokerage package together, going through the purchase and sale agreement, and then ultimately enabling time to do due diligence, to do inspections and get the thing closed. It took us almost nine months to get through that process. And we feel like that was pretty quick. That was pretty reasonable time frame. Yeah, the brokerage firm did a phenomenal job. I mean, they, they, they had, what, two, 300 uh, NDA signed, meaning that people asked for the information. Uh, in addition to that, they did about 40 tours. And ultimately, we had about 25 plus offers. And 10 of them were from local groups that we were familiar with. So yeah. we were satisfied with the marketing process and the results of the marketing. And ultimately, we had a, we had a great sale. Uh, Excellent. The deal performed very well for us. We bought in 2016. We, we sold in 2023, so it's a seven-year hold. And uh, we hit great financial returns. Right. I mean, we sold at 101000 a unit compared to our basis of roughly 66. Uh, we resulted in an 18% IRR over a seven-year hold. That means your money earned 18% every year that, yeah. we, that we held that uh, with that sale. And then uh, 23 for equity multiple on the sale as well. So we're, we're thrilled with those results. So, yeah. so, so what do we do after we sell? Yeah. Well, now we're looking at, you know, we are putting money into a 1031. Uh, we've got another, it's not a residential opportunity, but it is a turnaround deal that we're looking at here. Forum Flex, where we're taking some abandoned, not abandoned, vacant office space and uh, gutting everything out and turning it into a flex deal. So we're excited about that one. Um, but overall, I mean, th- this is a big win on the residential side for a deal that we hit our basis on. We knew where our basis wanted to be. Uh, we hit all the revenue targets we were looking to do. And then eventually, as we saw expenses increasing or and we saw our you know, return on equity on an annual basis declining, we made that call to exit the deal and really turn this over to uh, the next operator who's going to take the asset boards from now on. Mm-hmm. So, cool. All right, hope this is helpful. Give us a little bit of insight into how the L033 Westside Crossing deal went. We're excited about the 1031 option we have here. and We're really overall pleased with how the deal performed, and it was a long journey. Seven years is a long time to be an investment. So thanks for participating, everyone. If you have any other questions, let us know.